Everyone wants to lean in one particular direction based on what people are saying. The reality of it is, it doesn't matter. What matters is you have to follow the money. Hey everybody, welcome to the Market Adventure Show. I'm your host, Alice Cunningham, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the 2020 election and which one is better for business, Trump or Biden. Now, before we get into this episode, don't forget to go to Instagram and that's Instagram.com and search at Market Adventures Podcast. That's the Instagram page for this very podcast. Give us a follow and message me because you'll message me directly. Ask me any questions or if you'd like to give me some episode ideas or if you want to be on the show, I would love to have some of our listeners on this show. I'm super open to it. So if any of those things interest you, go ahead, shoot me a message at Market Adventures Podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. Stay tuned. So, my disclaimer, before we go any further, I am not political, right? I am not political, I'm not Democrat, I'm not Republican, I'm not Independent, I'm not Green Party, I am just Alex Cunningham. That's what it says in my birth certificate, that's what my mama named me, she ain't named me Republican, she ain't named me Democrat, I'm just Alex Cunningham. That's my disclaimer. So, let's just look at everything that I'm going to say to do is based on my experience, my opinion, based on my experience, and some things that I've noticed, one, over the years, over the last couple months, over this campaign cycle, and a bunch of articles, a bunch of research that I've done. Democrats and Republicans, and this is obvious, they have very vastly different views on the country and what's best for the country. Right. If you've listened to any political campaigns, they're both talking about how the other person made a bad decision somewhere, somehow, or how the other person maybe didn't make a bad decision, but is capable of making bad decisions based on their philosophy or ideology. But at the end of the day, when they get into the White House, if you haven't noticed, a lot of them don't actually do what they're promising. Right? A lot of them don't actually stick to what their campaign was based on. Right? Or not even just a campaign, but their their direct party, they don't stick to those that direct party's exact few. Because again, at the end of the day, if you haven't seen the show Designated Survivor on Netflix, by the way, sidebar, super good. Me and my girlfriend are watching it. Super, super good show. It's about being a president. But at the end of the day, they have to react and respond to things that are happening. So their campaign may be one thing, but they have to make decisions based on what's happening and what's best. So we have to consider current the past, first of all, but also current issues, right? What's their stand on the, stance on the economy? In, in, in history, Democrats typically... Uh, decide economic policies to benefit low-income people and middle-income people. And you can hear that in the rhetoric from Biden and uh, Kamala Harris. A lot, of, a lot of their campaign is directed towards 
lower and middle income people in our society. The Republicans don't directly say, hey, we're supporting high income or high income or business, but their tax policies and their policies or regulation do directly help those in the high income and business. And that's not because the paperwork says that, right? Their, their, their bills and their laws don't directly say, hey, we're here to help business or hey, we're here to help high income. But the people who are higher income and business owners and investors understand tax code a lot better. So whenever there's any kind of tax break or tax cut or something like that, people who have experience taking advantage of those things benefit not because it's directly for them, but they understand how to leverage it better. Uh, that just comes from experience. So typically, people who are higher income, business owners, and investors do lean more Republican because they do understand how to utilize their properties, their policies, better for their financial gain. Where the Democrats typically, uh, I don't want to say they dumb down their legislation, but they make sure that legislation directly impacts those of low and middle income. And in the paperwork, it'll actually directly say, hey, this is for such and such people in such and such tax, tax bracket with such and such employment or um, you know, financial bracket, financial income levels, right? In addition to that, we talk about the workforce Democrats favor higher minimum wage. Republicans favor um, more laissez-faire. The market should decide that. There are pros and cons. I mean, if lower middle-income people have more money, they can spend more money. That increases demand, right? That's good for our economy. If you have uh, the businesses who now have to pay a higher minimum wage, that's cutting into their profits. If they're publicly traded companies, that's no bueno. They're going to end up cutting more jobs. So you're increasing minimum income, but you're also at risk of losing more jobs, right? So certain people benefit and certain people lose with that. In addition, though, Republicans favor cutting taxes for businesses so those businesses can hire more employees but that's not always the case. Sometimes businesses take that money they make from those tax breaks and they kick it back to investors. That's why I myself, if you've noticed the beginning of this show, the very earlier episodes, I really was pushing stock market information education because if you're an investor in the stock market, if a Republican wins... And there, the companies will pay back the investors, higher dividends, or do stock buybacks, whatever. You still win, right? If you're in, if you're in the stock market, you literally, you can literally win no matter what. If it's a Republican president or a Democratic president, right? You're gonna win no matter what because if they, uh, if they increase the minimum wage, people are spending more. Great. If they do tax cuts and the, the uh, business owners. And the investors make money. If you're an investor, that's great. So either way, you're going to win. But it's important to know where people are leaning, right? It's important to know where those candidates are leading and who their friends are. Because if their friends are people in certain industries, 
now you know a little bit better where the money's going to flow and where the rest of the market is going to move. Now, immigration has a big part to do with that workforce policy because according to the balance, the balance.com, they did an article on Democrats versus Republicans where some of this information is coming from. Immigrants have driven two thirds of U.S. economic growth since 2011. Two thirds, that's 66 percent. That's a passing grade on any exam. Right. In a CNN article, uh, individuals who run a company listed in the S&P 1500 uh, between 2000 and 2017 it found out that 57.7 donated to Republicans. That's a heavy lean towards that, where in comparison, only 18.6% right, donated to Democrats. So that's rare. That's roughly 60% Republicans in terms of CEOs, 20% Democrats. And then obviously the rest of the percentage, all the 20% is somewhere on in between independents, etc., that's a big lean. That's heavy leaning towards Republicans. What does the market think about it, though? Right. So now we know where the money lies, where the money leans. What does the market, what does the economy think about it? According to uh, an August 21, so that's 2020, according to a, U- a UK-based investment bank who did research on this, they went back to 1947 for some of this information. They found that the stock market and the GDP does better under Democrats than Republicans. That's funny because as we saw, CEOs of big companies are leaning more towards Republicans, even though the market and the economy typically do better under Democrats. Why is that? Well, what did I mention above? It depends. They don't always follow what happens with their political party or what happens with their campaign. It's up in the air. A lot of people really, really want to sit on the data, right? They really want to sit on, hey, this is what he said he's going to do. This is what he said he's going to do. And hopefully one day it's she because we haven't had a female yet, but. Everyone wants to lean in one particular direction based on what people are saying. The reality of it is, it doesn't matter. What matters is you have to follow the money. You have to follow where the trends are going. And you have to be ready for what happened. A lot of these presidents, their terms have had some kind of event that determined how they performed and in turn got measured statistically. So Trump was uh, running this country and the stock market was running. And then there was a pandemic. And then the the country shut down. That may not have anything, have anything to do with um, Donald Trump's response or his impact on the economy. But when this gets put down in history, his numbers will ref- be reflected in his impact on the economy. Even though the pandemic had more of an impact than Donald Trump did. Similarly, George Bush had wars. Obama had wars. Like there, there's a lot of 
different things that had impacts on the economy that had nothing to do with the president. So what's the takeaway? The takeaway is this. Pay attention to the money, not the politics. Also, pay attention to what's happening globally and be ready for things to happen. It behooves you to be in the financial markets or learn the financial markets in some respect because what happens outside, what happens physically in our society in terms of policies and things like that, you can still work around those things if you understand how to move money. If you understand how to use the financial markets to leverage your information, you can still make money. Doesn't matter who's in the White House. Right? Now, if you're a political person, you can or and you should pay very, very close attention, but this isn't a political podcast. If we're talking about markets, if we're talking about money, talking about business, follow the money and you'll never go wrong. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, And again, don't forget to go to the Market Adventures podcast on Instagram. Uh, Like the page and send me a message. And again, share this show with friends and family, right? I do post a lot of uh, transcriptions uh, on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I post them all over. If you see one of the transcriptions, feel free to share with friends and family. Because again, the more people we reach, the more people we can free. Until next time. Thank you.